0: listening to Jedbanger's Ball. God, that was a fucking weird, a fucking awkward alone in my house intro that was. Uh, oh, geez. Every day, I don't know. How's it going out there? Christ, I don't know what the fuck to talk about. It's fucking every day. Something. And uh, I'm not even going to talk about it. Y'all know what the fuck's going on. Talk about better stuff. Um, today on the show, we have uh, John Dwyer of the OCs, uh, and you know, a bunch of other shit too that happened a long time ago. Uh, but, uh, yeah, John, uh, <laughs> I've been asking John to do this fucking thing for like two years and he always says no. And then, uh, well, and then some people asked me to do, do it live, uh, do the, do the, do the podcast live. And it's, been really hard to do it because uh, it's just hard to schedule people to come over to the house during the day or wherever it is, or me to come to them even to uh, record the podcast, much less nail down uh, some some musician or artist or whatever, or whoever the fuck they are, uh, to meet, to do it live at a, at a club uh, or a bar or whatever here in LA. I've been asked to do it a couple times, uh, and I have a few people waiting in the wings to do it. And we're, and we're going to do it for sure. It's just been a, a scheduling uh, shit show. And uh, the other day, Jess was asking me, uh, oh, you should ask John to do the live thing. And I was like, no fucking way. He's already said no a million times do, to do the podcast. And if I do it live, he's just going to fucking fuck off and make fun of it. Anyways. So uh, <clears throat> then the next day he texted me and he was like, Hey man, I'm ready to do the podcast. So apparently fucking uh another friend of ours had said hey you should do Jed's podcast it's funny and then then he said yes even though I've been telling him asking him for two fucking years to do it and he says no every time uh so uh yeah we got him on the podcast finally i went and saw the OC's played the other night uh at Zebulon here in LA and it was and it was a be- benefit show and um uh <laughs> we <laughs> I, I let them borrow the van for the so they took my van to use for the gear and you know in in trade or whatever john got us tickets or for the show but it was a benefit so we had to pay anyways so basically all i did was get us into the thing that was you know we had to pay even though it was we were on the guest list whatever you know what i'm saying it's like we're trying to help someone out here so we gave money even though we were on the guest list if that makes sense <clears throat> but uh yeah, it was funny. We were walking in there, and this this kid was like standing outside, and he was like, Hey, man, do you got an extra ticket? And I was like, "Ah, oh, no, man, I'm sorry. I already like, kind of expended my allotment of free tickets for the day, because uh, I was trying to get other people in, and other people were hitting me up, trying to get themselves in, and, and I was only able to get a few uh, tickets from John. And then uh, Zebulon, this guy Tyler over there who works there, was nice enough to to get us a couple more guest list spots that we then, again, paid for. Um, but again, it's a benefit, so it's fine. I'm not complaining. I'm just saying this is, this is how it works. Uh, and then the kid was like, Hey, do you got an extra ticket? I was like, Oh no, I'm sorry, man. He said, Hey, are you Jed? And I said, yeah. And he said, uh, my name's, uh, Angus. And I said, Oh, hi, I'm Jed, which yeah, obviously he fucking knows that. Um, and he goes, uh, I've seen your band before. I was like, Oh, cool. He's like, I listened to the podcast. I was like, ah, fucking that that rules. Um, (laughs) so that was cool. And then later on, he, he ended up, I guess he got a ticket. He, I, I tried to get him on the list and they didn't have any spots, but I guess he got a ticket because I saw him in there later and, uh, was like, Hey, I, you got in. He's like, Yeah, that's, that's, that's the, that's the impersonation of, uh, when the, the band's playing and you're trying to like talk to someone in the crowd. And you're like, Hey, what's up? I saw, I can see you. Uh, so that happened. That was funny. Um, and then in uh, that same day, I got an email from a guy in, uh, Ohio, Akron, Ohio, which we haven't played. We've played in Cleveland and Cincinnati. I think that's it as far as zigzags are concerned. Uh, and I got an email from this guy that was like, hey, we're doing our weekly vinyl club. Can you send me uh, the lyrics to the last album, Running Out of Red, that subsequently, is this the right word? I don't know, uh, came out on Castleface, which is Dwyer's label. Uh, John, who's on the show today, and uh, he said, "Can you send me the lyrics? We're doing a vinyl club, and we we listen to the record and we like l- read the lyrics together uh, along with it." Dane's from Cincinnati, um, the drummer of Zigzags, and I told him about it. He said it's probably a AA meeting, um, but you know, uh, and we did write out of the lyrics, but the, the, but uh, they're like kind of drawn like runes or ruins. Is it runes or ruins? I don't know. It's, it's, it's like, it's hard to read is the point. (laughs) So, uh, I was like, yeah, man, sure. I I was on my phone when I saw it and I was like, I'll I'll go home. I'll get on the fucking, uh, Google drive or whatever and, and send him the document, you know? But it's like, I got so many fucking documents that say like zigzags lyrics on them, or they say like lyric ideas, 2016, or they say like words and shit and stuff like that. So I got home and I like looked for it and I couldn't find it. And we went somewhere else. This is like, going to be a fucking long ass intro. We went somewhere else. And then uh, I completely forgot. And then like at like one in the morning, I'm in bed and uh, cause that's when I go to bed. Uh, I, I like, you know, shoot up in the bed. I'm like, Oh fuck. And Jess is like, what's going on? I'm like, I forgot to send the dude in Ohio. The lyrics for the record club, the AA meeting. And, uh, so I get over on the computer and I'm just like, kind of like half asleep, you know, and I'm like searching through like every fucking Google doc looking for this thing. And finally I found it. I can't remember what it was labeled under, but it had like just tons of lyrics from ever. I think it was for a, uh it was for like a publishing thing for music licensing where they wanted the lyrics uh in case there's like bad words or something so i had to write them all, all out like if like when the record came out and send him over via via that way so i found it and sent it to the guy and he wrote me back and said that the the vinyl club aa meeting uh went super well and that everyone loved it so you know uh we'll see what happens next time we go to fucking akron you know uh so anyways let's talk to john um I don't, this is not an interview. Uh, Some of these interviews, uh, people like Lars Finberg from intelligence and uh, it's, it's harder to interview uh, your, your friends or people that you know well, or that you've known for a long time or that you see every day or talk to, I don't see John every day or Lars every day. I just, I talk to them quite often. Uh, You know, I have people that I send text messages with all the time, That it's just like a, it's like a ongoing kind of like, "Oh, cool, man! I heard your song. It's cool, or this is that, or whatever." You know, so it's kind of this ongoing conversation. Um, and some of the, <laughs> some of the people in this in this uh, interview, if you want to call it that, you can't fuck. First off, you can't interview John because as soon as you start to ask a question about anything, he cuts you off and then starts to- talking. Uh, I didn't listen to the the he did uh, WTF with Mark Maron. I'm sure it's It's more of an interview than this one is, but uh you know you 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 start on something and then he goes on a tangent about another thing and so by the time he's done talking, I've kind of forgot what the question is, and it doesn't really matter. I mean, we just fucking bullshitted for an hour, and we talk shit about a lot of people, and I'm just saying like it's meant to be funny, it's meant to be uh endearing or it's meant to not be i mean anyone we would talk about are people that we love so it's not uh <laughs> i don't know it's just like you know there's a thing that uh i do and i think it's like a some guys do it and uh it's just like you just fucking make fun of uh make fun of everybody you know when you see when you when you when you're with your friends you just make fun of them and uh i think it's like an older i I feel like it's starting to that thing's going away uh in our culture maybe but with like certain guys if i'm around them like when we we just played zigzags just played in the desert we drove back with uh sean and uh, the bass player dane the drummer and then dane's good buddy from high school from cincinnati uh that he grew up with who's he's been friends with forever who toured with us in europe actually this guy jason our buddy jason and then uh sean's wife layla was in the van with us and it was just like the four guys all we did was just make fun of each other the entire time and uh i just looked back and saw her just sitting there you know quietly and not trying to like keep her out of the conversation but it's just like when you're just making fun of each other's dicks for like two hours on a drive home i just i don't i don't know uh, I asked Layla, Layla, Sean's wife. I said, what, is this how you guys talk to, is this you, you and your girlfriends talk to each other this way? And she's like, no, usually if someone says something like that, we'd just be like, oh, you're being really negative. So yeah, there you go. Um, I was walking down the street the other day and there was a kid holding, uh, uh, a, a tie fighter. Uh, one of those like star Wars. I, I just saw the Han Solo. I like the Han Solo movie, by the way, I thought it was really fucking good. Uh, and he was holding one of the tie fighters. And I'm not even like a big Star Wars guy. I didn't see any of the any of the remade ones or the I just I've only seen the new ones and then the original ones, not the ones in the middle with like um Darth Maul or whatever the guy's name is. Um but the kid was holding a tie fighter and I said, "Ah, cool man, Star Trek," which is a total fucking brian possein joke about making fun of uh like the way to piss off a nerd is to like make fun of the thing that they're obsessed with but in the wrong way like act ignorant about what they what they're into so i said to the kid i was like oh uh, cool man star trek he's with his mom and he just like stared at me like you fucking moron and 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 as i was walking away the mom said She's like, "Oh, actually that's Star Wars." And I said, "I know. I was just trying to piss him off." And she goes, "He's not like that. He he's not that kind of boy. He wouldn't he wouldn't be um rude and and uh correct you. He would just sit there." That I'm um, she didn't say it that specifically, but that that's what she meant was like and i was like that made me feel like a dick you know i was just trying to get a, get a reaction out of the kid anyways i think that's what john and i are doing here is we're trying to get a reaction out of you the listener of jed banger's ball so uh let's talk to john ah, you're now. You no you're just talking because i i check it, the for, microphone for some check, fucking check. reason when i had two headphones in there there would be like this weird buzz check, thing check. going through you know that's fine yeah, yeah headphone fine.
1: jacks are a fucking nightmare Just just talk into that thing and then you're good. Does my voice really sound like this? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Check, check.
0: But, no, you know, like...
1: Well, I, you know, I'm not going to lie to you. I've never heard your podcast because I don't really listen to podcasts. So, what do you... What, do you just, I haven't whatever? heard your
0: last 12 fucking
1: albums, so. not Hey, me and you, this is why we get along. <laughs> I only had to listen to yours because I fucking put it out, you cunt. <laughs> I knew this was going to be like this. I knew it was
0: going to be like this immediately. You're like,
1: it went from a snarky commentary to a full-on fist fight, and uh, you hear the dog screaming in the back.
0: The, the, we, I had... A, I had a, this is the one time I told Jess to, like, take Fonzie out. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I was like, he's just gonna be freaking
1: out the entire time
0: because he's gonna think we're we're fighting. And I talked to I was talking to Matt Jones earlier. Wait, do you have an
1: MO for it, or is it just whatever?
0: What like jet Banger's balls? Is it about metal, or is
1: it just no, you no, just no? Shoot like, it's about shit?
0: dudes like okay. fucking. Uh, dudes uh it's about <laughs> not the preferred people. nomenclature it's these about, days buddy dude the last four episodes have all been women because jess was like you got to get more women on here and i was like there's i'm really desperate it's women. true
1: i want to i want to get more women on our label because we've had so many strong ladies on our label and i just heard something the other day that blew my mind that was a, a contemporary woman artist and uh seemed like it could work and i was like i'm gonna approach her but then i noticed so i was like oh this record's from 12 years ago oh. like i'm like so behind the times on even there's a kate contemporary. bush record I do love me some Kate Bush, but no, it was, uh, what's her name? Uh, Anika. I don't know how you say it. She's a German girl. Anika. Jeff Barrows did, uh, want to get more nose in my voice? Yeah. Jeff Barrows producer stuff you heard that guy from Beak he does uh he's in Portishead oh, yeah. too his yeah. stuff's awesome yeah yeah I really like him a you lot you guys
0: uh, you guys put some didn't you put something out by him or something related to that no, recently no oh, fuck I thought there I thought we're, I doing, saw we're doing some shows with him but no oh maybe boys. that's it's what it was I saw I did, something I hit
1: him up about doing something but we had missed the uh we missed the the gun on I think I saw an TV. OC's
0: thing that said Beak or mm-hmm. said Jeff Barrows I wrote the guy, it's funny, In an it's a
1: classic way for me to meet um, somebody like a contemporary where I wrote him from OC's account, because when I write another band, I will write it from our email so that maybe if they know our band, they'll be like, oh, cool, you know, like, uh, we're contemporaries or whatever. So I wrote him from OC's at Gmail right. and was like, hey, man, I really like your records. I don't know how I haven't discovered this stuff, blah, 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 blah. And he just never wrote back. And I was like, well, fuck you then. But no, but really what it was, was I know how it is, you know, you get inundated yeah. with emails. So... Uh, like a year later, that dude writes me out of the blue about something else. And he's like, I really like this. And I was like, yeah, man, I wrote you back. And he's like, ah, shit. And he's yeah. like, sorry. I just never responded. I was like, but see, like ships in the night can come together. But we've slowly like developed like an email uh, back and forth, which is cool because I really respect this stuff. It's funny. It's like uh, I've been... I used to email
0: with uh, the dude from, uh, oh God, what's that? Mogwai all oh, yeah. the time, you know, mm-hmm. and just like kind of had a similar thing mm-hmm. where he was trying to get something. Did you meet in real life and you hated each other? No, no, know? no. <laughs> no, we met in real life and I was like, these guys are fucking soccer hooligans.
1: Are they really, they dude? Do... They're, they're, they're yobs. Are they English? I don't know. No, they're about Scottish. They're, oh, they're, the Scots are the they're, best. They're neds. See, all right, so if you. Non educated. If you. If you already are with the English, if you're like at all, uh like you're like just like they're English and you're like, this could go either way as I would expect they feel about Americans. But for me, when somebody's like, oh, they're Scottish, I'm like, I fucking love them. I don't yeah. even know them because I yeah. want that person. I feel like the Scots are the kind of people that – we Will run up to in the street and grab you by the lapels, and you're like, "What's about to happen?" And then they tell you they love you, but yeah. in a very aggressive manner. Like, I love the Scots. This is like,
0: okay, so it's like you know what they sound like, obviously, mm-hmm. or whatever. It's what shoegaze, big atmospheric, or whatever. And then you meet the dudes, and they're like wearing like sweatshirts and like like basketball <laughs> shorts and like Tiva flip flops, and they're skinheads, and they're just like <laughs> super excited to like party. And then it was me and Dean Whitmore from Sub Pop. Oh
1: my god, and the like, other party. <laughs> Dean Whitmore is like a, a, a tornado of red-faced alcoholic. <laughs> no, we went, we went on their, their... I hope he doesn't listen to this. He does, yet. he
0: does. It's fine. Uh, we went on this on their tour bus after the show in Seattle, and it was just like one of these things where it's just like a a tray of uh, snortables is going around. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then like a pipe is going around and then there's another pipe, but you don't know what in that pipe is going this around. Is the
1: Maguire has just like smoking some speed.
0: I don't know what it was. Just like, I think it was Doesn't op- seem like it... some sort of opium thing.
1: Well, you got to level off. Yeah. O- Mogwai are professional enough to know you need landing gear in the, in the party bus.
0: Yeah, yeah. So it was like, this was going around in a circle and like, and my girlfriend was driving us home. And by the time we got back to Dean's house, He and I were both just so fucked up that I that I didn't want to I didn't want to put I knew enough to not put this on her,
1: so like you are a a catastrophe when you're wasted. (laughs) Like I don't even know why you keep doing it. You just like every time you're like maybe this time will be hilarious. Sorry that we fought all night. You making phone calls all day the next Uh, day every time.
0: Oh Christ. So, like, I open the back door of her, like, I think she had, like, one of those, like, Jeep Cherokees or something. Mm -hmm. And I'm just dragging his dead body out of it. (laughs) (laughs) Into his yard. And, like, drag him halfway across the yard. I get back in the car with her. He starts to try to, like, stand up and, like, wave at us. And I was just like, (laughs) just drive. Just drive.
1: (laughs) I like Dean because he's one of the uh, rare, like, old, he's an OG Lifer band party dude, but also like a label guy and shit. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen somebody. Excuse me, go from uh, like all business, like, hey man, how have you been? To I turn my back for twenty minutes and turn around and his hair's all fucked. Looks like someone just gave him a noogie in the toilet, and like he's just just looks like a like an extra from an 80s movie is like the wasted guy like I've seen Dean you mean Weekend at Bernie's he's yeah, Bernie, yeah yeah just get a string attached to him yeah. to make him look like he's waving in the toilet Lars and I were <laughs> this is terrible <laughs> Lars too, man is, it's amazing that you guys all hung <laughs> met how did, you met each other it was kismet <laughs> yeah, like, oh, we all met at rehab and <laughs> <laughs>
0: Lars and I were Lars and I were in Canada one time with Dean and we were all hanging out at this party and we went to uh <laughs> we were carrying him down a hill weekend at Bernie's style mm-hmm. and we <laughs> slipped and dropped him and he rolled <laughs> 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 oh shit it's, um he's
1: never been right since
0: you, that's what uh uh Matt was saying though that uh, he asked me how do you mic he was asking about the podcast and he's like how do you mic a noogie that's what he asked me
1: well <clears throat> it was funny because Jesus I don't even know how it came up but Matt basically was like you should do Jed's podcast. It's really funny, and that's when I texted you immediately. I was like, well, "All right, I'll do the podcast." And I wrote Matt. I was like, "I'm doing it." He's like, "Wow, really?" And he's like, "That was quick." So you can thank Matt Jones. You you can ask me as many times as you want for me to come here, and I just won't do it. <laughs> but my partner, who I owe so much to, asked me one thing, and I'm like, "Okay." Like that motherfucker was at my house carrying plywood. He's like, "You should do Jed's podcast." We're both sweating, and I was like, "Okay." <laughs> well, that was
0: the thing I asked you a bunch of times, and then. Uh... And then I, I'm actually home now, though. No, I know. If you had I asked me at the time it's, when I was home, dude, I get it, I get it. Uh, you and uh, you and Henry Rollins, but he writes me back and says yes or no. Um, but uh, I just don't respond.
1: <laughs> 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 I'm too busy to deal with. They've been right asking now. me to. De-
0: they've been asking me to do it live at these bars, you know, mm-hmm. like. Uh, couple, that's a great idea Yeah, no, we're going to do it But then Jess was, like, Jess was like But
1: you need to show up right before it happens Because if you're there for two hours
0: beforehand oh, You're just yeah, going to yeah, get yeah. into an argument with somebody well, <laughs> well, no, it's just it's the same you're thing you like, with,
1: so wait, I get free drinks, right? You
0: just fucking That's the thing about the fucking playing the shows Is, is like, you know, you guys have to play last
1: mm-hmm. Well, I have, I've figured out how to deal with that But also my band now gets hotel rooms So I go right. online that day And get a hotel room close to the bar You go or, that day? You go usually, online that day? Yeah, I'm very good with... I them. thought it was like
0: trying to do it like two weeks in advance so you don't
1: get... For fuck, a hotel? Rip, no, Holiday Inn. You got to get your points, man. Yeah, okay. you get your points. But how, Why do you get points? Because you, you do it the day. Of? Holiday oh. No, no. You just you get the card. You can get all that shit. You know how every okay, okay, fucking okay. company has this exclusive card. Now it's right, bullshit, right, right. but that's how it works. But I try and get... us <laughs> certain cities, I'll get it way in advance. Like in New York City, when we play yeah. there, I'll get the hotel rooms like five months early because sure. they just fucking go. But if you're playing in like... I don't know... uh like ball maria texas you can hit it up that day unless there's right. a big hot high school football game you're gonna get rooms but we try and get places close to the venue that way you can fuck off and not as like a middle-aged white alcoholic have to sit in the yeah. bar for seven hours before yeah. you play because that's not good for anybody yeah you know yeah you have to maintain some semblance of professionality
0: yeah it's weird it, it's it's getting easier for sure but like the i've i've realized that the, at the speed that we play these songs now
1: that like, Three beers is like that's too, too much. much, you know. Well, I start like to lose you, a little bit of. Yeah, but you know who it's all about in your band—that drummer. You can you, you got to just have him drinking kombucha and pissing <laughs> as much as he can before the show, because you guys can fuck up as much as you want. That's the dude everybody's watching. He's fine now. Like, I know he's no, he's great. But what I'm saying is we like, in, that motherfucker's got some. He's got some big shoes to. wear He had to learn. You have to slap a shot out of his hand before oh, the no, show. Exactly. No, <laughs> mid-show,
0: San Francisco, he's fucking up drunk. Like this is uh, early, early on. Yeah,
1: drumming and drunk, not a good combo. Early
0: on, he didn't. He hadn't figured it out yet you know he couldn't he hadn't figured out what his limit was he's was just used to like what, what venue uh oh god what's that elbow room or something elbow room yeah
1: it smelled like puke since yeah. 1982
0: it was like so it's that room and then it's like he
1: he was just he's just, not a very forgiving room no 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 you're I mean, gonna hear those fuck up terrible
0: fucking show anyways <laughs> but it was the first sh- like tour with the new lineup and like he was his his uh point of reference out of the way early that's cool point of reference was like Ten years ago Bobby. his hardcore band. No 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 no, no, no <laughs> You're like,
1: please don't use Bobby as your point of reference no, for Christ's no. sake.
0: No, 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 no. I mean his last like drumming was in like his like high school hardcore band, mm-hmm. you know, and then he's like hasn't Back
1: been- when he was spry.
0: Yeah, exactly. So he's like used to his old you know, it's like it's like why the guy from Sublime died. It's like you go off of heroin
1: <laughs> and then He'll like, be fine. <laughs> you try to go back to Just like, one bump. what you know, you yeah, know, but your your system's yeah, well- not Heroin changes every day. Yeah, well, that's so so glad. Yeah, that he would be awful
0: on heroin. His buddies, he, his all his friends live in San Francisco. So halfway through the show, oh, he's just fucking blowing he's it. Getting wasted. And this guy's like giving him a shot on stage. I'm just um, like, don't give him a shot. He's just like, fuck you, like ring and play, you know. And you're just like, is he from SF? No, he's from fucking Cincinnati.
1: Ah, uh-huh. oh, those fucking those Rust Belt guys fucking yeah. love drinking. Of people. course, yeah. I got Paul on my band. His dad's got a bar in his basement. He gets you know? dead the dead. I'll I'll give it to Paul. He can play drums wasted. He's a professional, but he does certainly get that dead eye. Like I'll like look across the room and be like, "Yeah," like just be like something's going on. I gotta go talk to this guy right now and like check and make sure he eats something or drinks some water before the show.
0: It just takes time, you know. And then and then I think what happens is you just get bored with it yourself, you know, or you fucking end up as a rock and roll casualties. But Mm -hmm. at some point, like you just go like, "Ah, "This is just I'm just boring me
1: now." Like I just can't. I can't. I'm Irish and like. I fucking I can only drink. I can I, I I try and I try and see all the opening bands we play with. Always like if I have the opportunity to right to be there for the opening band, I will be. But I try never to be there more than like two and a half hours before we play, unless I absolutely have to because right. of that exact thing where like you're in a room with dicks spray painted on the walls, full of booze. <laughs> like you're gonna drink. It's gonna happen. There's only so many phallus silhouettes you can stare at the um, hardest thing
0: for me was smoking has always been harder than drinking for well be- drinking for the gas, smoking yeah. for me
1: too you know yeah. what i mean like you have one yeah. beer and then well, how good does a cigarette sound right now we yeah. just crack some and it's terrible for i'm man. a year off well frankly technically really yeah. wow good for you man. after
0: 25 years before that
1: <laughs> well you look terrible
0: <laughs> the more you smoke the deeper your growl gets <laughs> so,
1: like you're in the right genre for smoking my you know? beard's
0: actually on fire it's not gray <laughs> it's, a it's bat. just smoke <laughs> it's a bat <laughs> Here, I'm going to open this window now because it's uh, getting warm in the, in the uh, fucking... From uh, all the hot air in, in here. In the fucking... Uh, it's what cool. you call it the, uh, the, the construction's off or whatever. But, you know, we keep it loose. So you, it's know, like, you know what's funny There's is a dog barking anyway. We so. had a guy
1: stay at my house outside. Oh, there's that the so. construction, of course. I can't hear shit. Oh, okay. We had a guy... And you're and eating, girlfriend. so that's like... Yeah, you know, I mean, fuck what? it. This is just a podcast. You can eat nuts on a podcast. They, they know. They're probably all snacking while they are listening. You can
0: eat nuts wherever you go, John.
1: Mm-hmm. I got a pocket full of nuts. Mm-hmm. Um, we had my buddy stay with me, who is my friend from when we were really young. I gave him his first hit of acid when he was 15. I, got the, I forgot the fucking point of the story now. You. Uh,
0: oh, no, no.
1: He was saying him and his girlfriend had been camping... Uh, for like three months now, they they drove, they quit their jobs, they bought uh, a camper. Oh yeah, and they drove across country. And like I didn't know he did this until he arrived in LA a couple days ago. He's like, hey, we're camping outside of LA. Want to come see you? Shows up, tells me, you know, we've driven across country, we camped all over, you know, through the desert and stuff. And uh, one of the things his, his lady said last night was, uh, everywhere we go, there's construction. Like every morning, even at a campsite, we yeah. wake up and there's so many fucking jackhammering like two sites over. And I was like, really? She's like, yeah, it's been a total curse on this trip. For, we haven't slept properly in months because we show up and like Yosemite's like putting in a bridge right next <laughs> to the campsite, you know? And I was like, well, don't worry about that. And, you know, we're like, last night we were sitting in a hot tub drinking wine, smoking joints. And I was like, it's going to be fine. My, my neighborhood's really quiet. All yeah. the work's been done recently. It's fucking every morning's like birds chirping, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I woke up this morning at about 7.30 and there was a guy jackhammering in front of our house. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? And I immediately opened my bedroom door and walked outside. And they were both sitting on an air mattress just staring at me like... Oh, what God. did I tell you and I was like I can't believe totally the, the prophecy was uh, was true this morning
0: <clears throat> this has actually been the best we've had man like the fucking first house we lived in in Echo Park the guy was in a never ending like remodel basically white people man I know we love Jack Hammer and move that cement dick about it and then the next house it was the, the guy had just retired, and he was like, I'm going to start a metal shop in my backyard. Mm-hmm. And so Sunday morning, sem- Sunday morning... Steel drums. Sunday
1: morning, steel drums. <laughs> I'm making steel drums, dude.
0: <laughs> That would have been kind of amazing. No. I would have gone over there and, like, uh, record start some ween we- covers with him. Um, but... We- I went over like, and it was one of like one of those things where I'm confronting this like man and his grandson in our driveway at seven in the morning, like in my you underwear. You think he's
1: an asshole, but do you feel a little bit like an asshole at the same time? You're like this whole thing.
0: Oh yeah, no, yeah. all about. You know,
1: the last thing you want to do is have to deal with. No, kids. of
0: course. The, these guys right next door, they have these dogs that every time we go outside, they bark, and I, I'm just like, I don't even want to go talk to because how do mm-hmm. you? This guy up the street the other day was like, he was like, hey man, uh where do you live? And I was like, uh, around the corner. He's like, ah, you, you you parked your van in front of my house for like five days last week. I guess I was out of town or something. Yeah, But you're
1: like, who gives a fuck? Exactly. Yeah. yeah but like, that's what I want. How wanna... about I park it up your mom's ass? <laughs> <laughs> the fuck is fucking wrong with people, man? I know. I hate that shit. <laughs> that's what I, I want to say. I'm always driving a van. So when somebody's like, don't park in front of my house, you're like, go fuck yourself. I know, man, man but you can't say that anymore because, oh, yeah, I just said that on the internet. No, but... no, you on the internet. Well, you're going to fight your. Uh, this isn't on the internet. It's just for my own <laughs> personal use. You're going <laughs> to yell the... at your fucking neighbor and then see him every day. Yeah, from exactly. On you, out, know, you know,
0: like 20 years ago, like some girl, fucking. Some lady, when I live in Seattle, some lady parked in front of our house. And she parked the wrong way. And my roommate got drunk and threw a cinder block through a windshield. You know, <laughs> I thought
1: it was hilarious. I don't know who's the asshole there. You know what <laughs> I mean? I'm not saying any... No. I'm not,
0: we're the asshole. I'm just saying, like, I can't do that anymore. I don't want to f- confront this guy. You know, like,
1: a common friend of ours has a neighbor who... I'm not going to say his name on this, <laughs> but he has a neighbor across the street who doesn't want people parking in front of his house and he's like an ex-military guy now that could mean anything that could mean uh, he's young I mean we we're constantly at war so there's no military doesn't mean an age but in in my mind I automatically picture an older white guy it's like I automatically go to like a gray-haired asshole I picture like
0: Anderson from the Beavis and Butthead
1: (laughs) (laughs) exactly So this guy uh, filled somebody's car with water with a hose once, and then also slashed... The ex-military guy did? Yeah, supposedly. Well, they don't know, but this fucking every time it's in front of his house, some shit happens. What neighborhood is this? It's in, uh, uh, I guess it's Eagle Rock, right up the street from the Black Boar. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, yeah. And the people that live there are the nicest people in the fucking world, so they're not going to confront this fucking guy when I hear about it. But so recently, another friend of mine's girlfriend parked in front of this guy's house, and he slashed her fucking tires. What? this fucking coward slashed a woman's tires and didn't even like stick around for the aftermath. So you get this like, like the East Coast to me, I was like, well, let's go over there right now and let his truck on fire. Yeah, and like, yeah. I was with my friend who's, and he was like, nah, man. And I was like, that's not the solution. And he was like, no, he just. I was like, you're just going to take that shit? And he's like, but what if he has a gun? And I was like, well, you just do it in the middle of the night like he did. Like, <laughs> yeah, burn his yeah. car. Like, he must love that truck to want to. Right. Like, I can't imagine. I remember another friend of ours here in L.A. You know, people get upset when people move to neighborhoods. It fucking happens. Sure. But I remember uh, a buddy of mine pulled up to my house one day, and I was talking to him, and I looked out at his car, and his car was all keyed up, you know? And I was like man, your car's all fucked up, huh? And I walked down there, and he's like, oh, yeah, like kind of being nonchalant, but he's like, I didn't even really notice. And I was like, dude, your car's destroyed. But then I went around the back, and on the hood, or oh, the trunk lid in the back, it said, move. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> in damn, in, in, and like scratched in oh with like God. a with like a Rambo knife. And I was like, yeah, this is a very clear message from your neighbors Yeah, that they don't like your ass, you know? This is the thing is that van, my
0: van, the tires have been slashed twice on it.
1: Probably my fault. I don't think it's Most your Most of fu- the damage on that van, I think it's from well, A lot of it's from you, about <laughs> 75%.
0: Of the seatbelt's i really good with cars. The cuts. side it's of the, like the door is c- fucked up because of you. Um, I plug the seatbelt in very aggressively. I've always been bad about that. I noticed like that. when you borrowed it the other day that you guys ripped up my moving blanket. That's fine do uh, we yeah i just bought it like i hadn't even I, used you know it yet i can replace that i have a bag of them you can i'll give you a I, brand I new one what happened like,
1: your? i love the rug where'd the rug go uh
0: it got oh it got a bunch of we went surfing and another dog stayed in the car while we were surfing Stinky? and shit everywhere oh, all over the rug you didn't have to toss it did you i did because i didn't want to bring it all the way back you know to the house Always shit in the car it, it shit all over the rug like all over it like diarrhea. You Sure, it
1: wasn't tim hellman <laughs> is, he gets, is that he his gets style. A, he gets bad diarrhea all the time. That's that guy. his style. Yeah. If you open really? his bag on tour, there's no. It's just it's like just diarrhea. Just 50, in his bag, fifteen pairs of underwear and like charcoal pills <laughs> <laughs> and like handy wipes. Oh man, I feel for that guy. I used to have that problem.
0: I don't know what happened. I think I grew out of it, like an allergy or something. Once I was, you grow like, allergic... a beard, you never. You is have solid is? shits for the rest of your life. He needs life. to grow a, a beard. World.
1: Then he looks like the biggest dude. He's grown a beard to have a douchebag he... costume for Halloween, and it works.
0: Oh, thanks. Uh, no, a I different interview- <laughs> kind of
1: a line beard,
0: not like your beard.
1: Sorry, I didn't mean it that way. <laughs> I,
0: I interviewed, <laughs> you know, Jeff uh, from uh, Lena's Geronimo. Yeah, love that I, guy. I interviewed him like a couple weeks ago or whatever, and he was talking about his uh, modeling career, and I was like,
1: He's very good looking. Him, him, and her are irritatingly good looking. Well, that's
0: what I, I was. That's what I said. I said, I, I go. He was like, Oh, I was, you know, fit modeling. I was like, Yeah, well, you know, you're built like a fucking coat hanger, you know. And he's like.
1: What's fit model Are They just like like they're skinny- fitting the clothes on it. Oh, you know, yeah, not yeah. like runway. He's right, not right. he's not in the photo. They're like
0: you know patterning the fucking I guess. the After clothes they want him.
1: a skinny white guy.
0: Yeah, and I I said you know you built like a coat hanger, and he's like yeah yeah, and I was like well you know I used to look like that about twenty years ago, and he just like let out an audible
1: oh no. <laughs> <laughs> The worst thing you can do is show somebody an old photo of yourself because I don't know what the fuck you're expecting to happen when you do that for them to be like, "You look great." They never say that. Oh, They're always like, God. "Your face looks sick. Oh. What happened to you?" There's no good <laughs> come out like, you if you want to like, knock oh, yourself God. down a peg. Take a look at your. Uh, I freaked him out. Your old photos. Yeah. Oh God, yeah. Like, well, take a lesson from me, kid. I'm gonna grab a beer.
0: All right. Maybe it's those those four that four string bass that low end that's just causing him to shit shit himself. I think. Uh, I'm sure he's thrilled by.
1: Yeah. His nickname was The Scientist because he talked about his own shit so much. Uh huh. So I think Tim's okay with it. Uh, he's got a good sense of humor. He said nothing. Uh, it's been textbook downstairs lately, I guess, so he's all back to normal, you know?
0: Nice. That's uh, That reminds me of, uh, what was the guy that used to play, uh, the other guy that used to talk about that was a bass player, too,
1: was uh, Shade. Oh, man. Shade is just a, another walking travesty. My favorite story about Shade, I got a good one because I, I absolutely love Shade, but he had uh, a yeah, great guy. He had shingles for like three years. And I was yeah. like, who the fuck has shingles for three years? And, you know, he was drinking a lot of time. But I, I can remember... God, I wonder if he'd be mad if I told her. sorry. I doubt it. I don't think she gives a fuck. But uh, basically, he kind of gave up. He's like, fuck it. This is me. If you can't deal with it, then fuck you. And I was like, yeah, but it's shingles. It's not like your lifestyle choice. It's like a, an affliction that people can see. So anyway, he had shingles and he had his shirt open. And you could see him on his chest. At which point, I was totally used to it. But a friend of mine who's like a teenager, a kid that I've known for years, he's like another musician, uh, has this weird spectrum vibe of just saying whatever that comes yeah. to thought. He has no editor, you know? Right. So when he met Shady, he's like, hey, man, uh, what's going on in your chest there? And Shade had been, this is back when Shade Dragon Shade's he's like, oh, man, I have shingles, you know? He's like, whatever, though, dude, if you can't deal with it, then that's on you. And my friend just went, but yeah, man, that's, uh, that's really bad for you. And it's totally fucking gross. And I remember watching Shade just totally deflate, me, like, oh, and I was like, you know, a kid's got a point, man. Like, might want to get those shingles sorted out. That's a total, that's like a, that's a problem from the 20s that you're just (laughs) living with there. You know what I mean? He's like, oh, this polio is fucking slowing me down. I was like, sort it out, man. Dude, I know guys that got gout and shit on tour, you know? Yeah, but gout's a different thing because that's a, that's like a, that's a luxurious first world problem a lot. Of times, it's like, Yeah, I was eating too much duck. Yeah. And I got gout most of the guys I know that get gout are it's from booze, you know. Yeah, I think like, it's from drinking on tour and just nothing like- looks cooler than an old white guy walking with a cane though, so you know, I feel like I'm stepping on glass. You're like, hey, just fucking ease up on the pork. Uh, my poor next door neighbor, he, he he fell down in the
0: driveway. He's 83 years old. I, had, hmm. I was like, I was walking out the door. You saw him fall? No, this. I was walking out the door and I looked down on the couch and Fonzie had thrown up all over the couch. <laughs> and I was like, oh fuck. man. And I was like, he's such a shit on my way out. And I was like, fuck. And then I looked up and saw... You know,
1: dogs puke, it's never a good time. I know. It's like middle
0: of the night. Or... I know. I'm like, on my way out the door to go to somewhere, I looked down, there's puke all over the couch. And I looked up, and our 83-year-old neighbor is just lying in the street with the garbage can <laughs> rolled all the way down the hill. <laughs> oh I'm just like... So I look back at the puke, and I look back at him, and I'm just like, okay, w- like which one do Old I man go is more for first? Than the so, dog. Yeah, and I started to like clean up the puke, and then I looked out the window, and he was still just laying there. I thought he was going to stand up, right. you know? And I was like, ah, oh, fuck! And then I went out there and I had to pick him up, you know. And was he all right? Yeah, he was good. I was wearing, I was wearing, <laughs> I was wearing one of our own shirts, and he's like, thanks, Zigzag. <laughs> <laughs> at least he's
1: looking at his balls. Yeah.
0: Um, speaking of looks, you would uh, wear your own shirt, would yeah, you? Yeah. You know that this guy said to me one time at the show, he's like, he's like, uh, I've never seen a guy uh, uh, wear their own uh, band shirt You're before. You're like, They're free for me.
1: <laughs> I get these for free,
0: dude. <laughs> I was like, you don't wear your fucking. Uh, or I was like, do you wear your? Uh, I don't know what I yeah, said. You're, something, you're, something yeah, yeah, but your your band I said, sucks. <laughs> I, said, <laughs> I said something like, you know, it's like you wearing your uh, Subway outfit out. <laughs> he goes, I don't work at Subway. I go, yeah, I know. I'm fucking kidding, dude. Like, I'm joking with you. That's what I said. Speaking of luck, uh, I was talking to my buddy uh, Jason, who was living in Berlin when you guys did that secret show over there. Oh yeah, and then. And then uh, he said that all the all the kids in Berlin dress like you over there, and I said that seems cold.
1: Uh, I don't know if that's true. Yeah, I'm a, like a retard wearing uh, shorts in the summer in the win- dead of winter in Berlin. Uh, he said I, it's a thing now. I didn't notice that, but um, my only friends over there are Germans. They are snappy dressers. You know what they say about Germans? The classic. I'm not even going to go there right now, but. Um... <laughs> yeah i don't know about that i don't know about that I he, didn't said he
0: noticed it. it because he's from san francisco well so. that must
1: be really irritating for him because I, I know i am me and that irritates me just hearing about <laughs> it so that dude must i wonder if next time i see whoever you're talking about he's gonna be just pissed at me for fucking his life up.
0: no 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 he's like he's just funny because he lived in san francisco for a really long time he lives there now but mm-hmm. then he was he went well, on tour with us in berlin or in, in europe ended up staying in berlin for a few months and then he was like, "Oh, OCs are playing like you know. I know those guys from San Francisco, not personally, but he likes you guys, you know." And then he was like, "I went to the show, and it's really weird because it's just like seeing a bunch of German kids you dress know, like. I don't John even
1: Price. think I really dress anyway anymore. Like I just wear pants no, you and a shirt. Same thing every day, though. Well, at the show, yeah, I got one pair of shorts. You're wearing I the wore. same thing right now. This is the shirt I wear on stage. I know that's, that's what I'm fucking saying. Hot outside, and it's hot on stage. There's a, there's a, there's a. You th- already explained friend. it to me,
0: yeah. where you said I just got really tired of." being sweaty and uncomfortable. yeah. And then yeah. I just was like, fuck only, it. I don't care what I own look one, like.
1: I own one pair of pants. Oh, you're wearing
0: actual long pants, Jay. Yeah, yeah. Never mind. So, but I, I do okay. wear,
1: I, I, I have one pair of pants at all times. I'll get a pair of yeah. pants I like and that's it. So I'll just like wear them until they fall apart and uh, I'm not a smelly guy, so I can get away with shit like that, kind of. Yeah, I'm not either. But uh, if I wear pants on stage, I'm miserable, and they just rip. And yeah. then I've ripped my only pants, and then yeah. I have to wear shorts all the time. And there's nothing worse than being on a plane in shorts. No, I'm on the oh, Larry David school of... In I, shorts, you mean? Or in long pants? No, long pants on plane, shorts on stage. I got I a weird system of like OCD clothing shit that happens. But if I, if I could, I would have like the Einstein style like closet you open with one shirt, one pair of pants. No decision made. I don't have time. To Why can't you wear shorts on the plane? Because it fucking gets cold on the plane. And then ah. who wants to look at some 43-year-old yeah. white man's legs on a plane? I don't want to like, look uh, at anyone's legs on plane. It's like a looking plane. at a, a cadaver, like an experiment cadaver. Yeah. It's an autopsy from the waist down. I don't,
0: don't want to see anyone's uh, feet or anything on a plane. You know,
1: we've had guys, always a man, never a woman, mm-hmm. uh, in my opinion, uh, who fucking do weird foot shit on the plane. And that's like <laughs> a big no-no. I mean, yeah. if you're a human being, you'd have to be like... Something's wrong with you if you're taking your feet out on the plane. I mean, you can take your feet out on the plane, but keep them under the fucking seat. Nobody wants to see uh, that shit like man. on the seat. I don't want it. And there was a guy all. like three rows in front of me with his feet up on the seat in front of him, with a light on as well, oh. so it was like showcasing his nasty little hobbit feet. Brutal. And Dan was like, Dan was just taking pictures of him. My drummer's just taking pictures. He's like, Can you believe this fucking guy? And I was like, You know what? If I was sitting near that guy, I would just punch him in the face. There'd be like yeah. no conversation. I'd be like, we'd be getting off the plane together with the cops because I would beat the shit out of that guy. Like, I don't understand. What
0: if a guy, what if you're in a movie and a guy has his phone in front of you and he's just looking at his phone the entire time and during... That
1: bothers me less because it's... I think it's unrealistic to expect people not to be on their phone all the fucking time now because yeah. it's the curse of Even our in society. Even dark movie theater? I ride a, a... I know, it's irritating... <laughs> I mean, you know me. I'll tell anybody to fuck off that's bothering me, but for the most part, I think the older I get, the more realistic I am with it, where I'm like, is it... Like, I weigh my options. I'm like, should I tell this guy to go fuck his mother right now? Or is it going to be more of a pain in my ass to go that way? And with stuff like that, it's like... With phone shit, I'm glad that I'm not on my phone when people are on their phones because I feel a little bit more connected to what i like about life which is to not be staring down you know
0: do you feel it's harder like now like to go to like dinner with the band when everyone's just looking at their phone
1: it is sad when it's weird right? when there's a whole table of people on their phones to me but i think me and you being the age we are i yeah. think and this is gonna sound maybe elitist or shitty but i feel like we're really lucky that we when we grew up when we did because i don't think it's elitist i do feel lucky well yeah but me and you are both kind of twats, so it's okay for us to agree yeah. on this. But what I'm True. saying is, like, you know, we didn't grow up <laughs> with that, so we had a lot of times, like, it's not that it was any better, it was just different, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, uh, things are changing really, really fast right now. So the phone thing yeah. is just, it's not going to go away. It's only yeah. going to get worse. So I really, really try to not be the person that's on my phone when I'm interacting with people, because I grew up having relationships with people, like, like uh, everything is changing. You know, it's like, right. I, I, and because... I don't want to be a bitch about it. It's really easy to do, but there are times where I'll look around and I'm like, everybody's on their phone and they've had all day to do it. So it's weird to do it at the dinner table. Like I know some people I know open their phone up and put it away when they go to bed. You know what I mean? But I've made a very conscious effort not to be like that because I don't want people to feel like I'm ignoring them or not like living life in front of them. You know what I mean?
0: It's just tough because sometimes I'm just like sitting there eating and I'm just like staring ahead and I'm just thinking to myself like, okay. (laughs) Okay.
1: Well, it's different if you're alone, if you're alone no, no, no.
0: with other people, I'm just people like, are, like, I'm people just are worried like, about being okay, bored cool, or like, lonely now yeah, too. A uh, lot of
1: that, like, yeah, there's, it's like the anxiety of it. Yeah. Or well, there's a lot of anxiety that comes yeah. with all that shit. I've yeah. actually, I mean, I've done this really stupid trick of just not keeping my phone next to the bed, which works yeah. fucking great. Cause sure. Do you really I don't take need- it on the dog walk ever? Yeah, the dog walk is a peaceful time. Yeah. It's true. It's true. And I fuck it up. I do bring it with me sometimes. And nothing's worse than... You know, fuck a human. Nothing's worse than ignoring your dog. Yeah. Like, if you want to feel, like, true pang of guilt, it's when you look down and you notice that your dog notices that you're not paying attention. That's a Fonz terrible... will hit the phone out of my hand in the morning. <laughs> He'll come Fonz up. has got a set of balls on yeah. him. I like that, dog. But yeah, man. it's uh, You don't need to wake up and find out what shitty thing Trump did yesterday or what fucking Kanye West... Who gives a shit? Yep. You know? Like, that's... That's not how you're supposed to start your day as a human. I would really rather wake up like naturally, and I've lived my life to not have to wake up by an alarm. Yeah, you get up late though, right? Like, what time no, do you get up? Like, I woke up at like eight like- thirty like today. Okay, that's not, not so too bad. late. I'm yeah. like
0: real middle of the road with that shit. But you're like you're like going though as soon as you're up though, right? Like that. No,
1: I stopped drinking coffee in the morning too, man, because really? it made me real. It's like it makes me real curt with everybody. Uh-huh. I get I turn real bitchy, so I've I drink tea. Do you in think the it's
0: morning. like ADD? Like, do you think like like do you think like stimulants, like, slow you down? I
1: think stimulants are great, but I can't do it. I can't go zero to 60 anymore. Like, I can't wake up and drink a giant cup of coffee. Unless, if I'm on the road, I'll do it because you're more tired after playing a show the night before and driving and shit. So, I can have coffee in the morning then. But at home, when I've had a relaxing time, hanging out with friends or doing art or whatever the fuck, I have to wake up and, like, slowly engage my day because that's what I've created my life to do. You know, is, like, to be. we don't have, like, a gig where you're waking up at 6 a.m. every day. So, there's no point in, like... I think my old drummer, Ryan, put it really good. He never drank coffee. Right. And he'd be like, well, why the fuck do I need to be awake to be in the van? Right. And I'd be like, that's actually... a." weirdly although he never drove but you know what i mean at the same time but i get it though you know this like he's like there's no reason for me to be wired in the van he's like do you want me wired right now and i'm like no thank you and he's like well there you go for me i just need to take a shit in the morning though that's the whole thing I, yeah like, all i do is i, I have like a the plastic cigarette thing. that i put on my lips and i smell some coffee and i just shit my pants and yeah. start my day a plastic cigarette like a, nah, jewel a joke oh, okay <laughs> like Jewels? one of those. No. <laughs> i understand that uh that's a very effective uh, yeah. method but uh I'm I'm, I'm I think, pretty regular without the without. I think the, that's just the, like a, like getting the,
0: the the like you said the like our age like for me like and I think yeah, you're I'm, not
1: going to change. You're going to keep doing that shit. No, but everyone in my <laughs> you're, you're like maybe I'll stop drinking coffee today.
0: No, no, no. I drink what, You know what I drink every morning? I drink. Uh, this is fascinating. I drink uh, <laughs> an entire bunch of celery, blended I mean,
1: up. Oh, you do like juice celery? Yeah, yeah. Entire thing is celery. So basically, water with celery. Yeah, essence
0: in it. And, uh, cause this girl I know got this really young girl got really sick and she's like drinking celery every day to like get back into, to become a pro skater. So I'm like, it's a solidarity Why celery, thing. celery, I wonder. I don't know. Oh, I, you're just
1: doing it to be with her for it. Okay. Well, no,
0: I don't know. She told me about it and I thought I'd try it.
1: I, my understanding of celery is that there's nothing in there. That's what it is. It's a negative just, calorie.
0: So it takes, okay. you're burning more calories by drinking it than you are. Huh. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm a fan of celery. I remember celery. I love celery. 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 Dr. Dr. Brown's celery soda is I'm a the fan. best
1: fucking drink. I have a feeling that nobody else is going to think that. But I think it's fucking amazing. Yeah. I want to make this celery. Who cel- the fuck made a soda that tastes like celery? I was looking at celery uh, flavored
0: uh, sorbet the other day. Like how to make it. Like, I love Man, celery. Man, you are a white person. Yeah, Jesus I love Christ.
1: it. <laughs> that's like a that's what the Aryan Nation podcast is talking about, how celery ice cream is good right now. They're like, you know, I hate to admit it, but it's pretty tasty. <laughs> no, I'm burning more calories stuffing this shit up my ass than I am eating it. But anyways. Jesus.
0: That and then fucking... Uh, Bake, uh, baking soda with uh apple cider vinegar. Oh yeah, all three of those every morning. Just, but I only have coffee one time a day. I don't ever I drink, drink coffee
1: it. later in the day. Now. See, I don't drink it like that. I can't. Sorry, everybody. That'll I know fuck up your guts. Fucking so. killing us. Yeah. Yeah, I just fucking I really it would just I would be really bitchy. I would go to the bank and be like daggering my <laughs> eyes into the guy in front of me who would feel me doing it and turn around and look at me like, What the fuck, dude? Like I wouldn't say anything, but he'd be like, dude, your your presence like, is so negative. Coffee. And I'd be like, My back hurts. Like yeah. I'd just be like bent over. So
0: So this must be like the this is the time for you though that's like I, I'd imagine this is the time that's most like weird for you when you're not when you've finished a record and you're not touring and then you're just yeah, like start building practiced. shit around your house you're not yeah, going to practice yeah. i'm
1: building a spaceship right now uh <laughs> for a project i'm working on and it's coming out pretty good i got really is high it an last art project yeah let's well, i don't want to give away too yeah, much yeah you don't it's, have it's, to a, it's for an oc's right thing but i'm building oh, okay. uh, oh, like a video yeah oh, okay oh well, there it is Never oh mind. sorry all right well, way to guess my surprise i didn't you, i didn't mean it like well that. regardless i'm building that so it's like
0: let me guess, you go to space in the video.
1: <laughs> no, I'm not in it. It's a, There's okay. puppets. There's puppets oh, involved. Sick. All right. Uh, Yeah, no, now's a good time for me to work on stuff. The band, we're playing a show on the 12th here to, uh, but we have to practice before that, obviously, but we're taking a break. Yeah. Which is good.
0: You guys are playing Zebulon. Yeah. But like, how come you... With didn't... a surprise opening guest. Oh, really? Yeah. But there's two other bands, though, too. There's Pow, two bands that were Ice originally Balloons.
1: on the bill. Pow and Ice Balloons had the show. A uh, friend of ours, me and some of the guys in Ice Balloons, were friends with this guy in San Francisco, Chris uh, uh, Corrales, who passed away suddenly, and his wife and kid. People are putting together funds oh, yeah. just to help them out this because it's like they a benefit open, show like, for them. Like, yeah, I mean, they they just anything to comfort, like make the transition between him being around and completely gone suddenly like that uh, is what. Yeah, the benefit for that, like just to give her money to like help out with. You can't like replace that shit with money, obviously, but. But it was cool because it worked out randomly. I called up Zebulon. I was like, hey, you know, this happened. I would like to be able to donate some money to her. We want to play a show anyway. And I think we had been talking to them about playing there for a while anyway. It's a nice small venue. And it turns out Ice Balloons were friends with this guy too. So Ice Balloons are from New Orleans? No, they're from New York City. But oh, okay. Kim Malone's in it. And Sean McKinnley. Oh, okay. They're like guys from uh, old old San Francisco guys who know right. this cat, you know? So so that worked out really good. And uh Pow, Is still on the bill, obviously. Pow, Byron, and those guys don't know Chris, but I think they're game for the whole thing. And then there's a surprise guest opening the whole show who hasn't played a show in 17 years, which is all I'm going to say. Wow, crazy. That would be pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Awesome. But, uh, yeah, I like the idea of playing there on paper anyway so far because it's like a mile from my house. Yeah. I think I might walk home after the show. We'll see what happens. <laughs> I'll just leave all my gear there. I've done that to those guys. Before. And that
0: guy's a guy that runs the sound guy there. He's like your sound guy, right? Like the touring. Uh, Matt guy.
1: little John does sound for us a lot, but he's on tour with the Monkeys right now with Mike Nesmith's Monkeys. What? Yeah. And I was actually going to go. I was going to go see them the other night. I, uh, I had no idea. They, he sent me some video of them rehearsing. Well, Mike uh,
0: Nesmith is like, he was always the real He's the musician. He wrote like all yeah. the songs that I really like. But I mean, right. I
1: love the fucking monkeys, but sure. that guy was the one that was always like, you know. Uh, right. Well, he put out like that. solo
0: records and shit. And, yeah. Like, he was like a real musician guy. But he sent
1: me some video and it sounded really good. And it's also got, what's his name? The other guy in it, the other really great singer. That was, I can't remember his name right now, but it's two of the main guys. From they, the monkeys. Yeah.
0: Mickey Dolan's.
1: Not, is it Mickey Dolan's? The drummer?
0: No. No. It's a different guy. Fuck I came a camera. Peter Tork.
1: Not Peter Tork. Maybe it was Mickey Dolan's, actually. Yeah, I think
0: it's Mickey Dolan's. Because like, like, Peter Tork's dead Well I don't know He's definitely I, not the man I, I, I have mm-hmm. no idea But Mickey Dolans, I d- remember he sang that song uh, Randy Scouse Git." Do you remember that mm-hmm. Monkey song It's like the, It's like a fu- it's like when you hear it It's like When you hear that Like Osmond's Crazy Horses Or whatever mm-hmm. Where you're just like This is the monkeys Like yeah. this shit's like the heavy were, like, They were great dude yeah, yeah. The head,
1: head album's great I mean yeah, yeah, They wrote
0: She She Yeah no It's like it's like one of those Super heavy garage rock songs And you're like This is the, the monkeys The monkeys had a lot like, of surprises in them. Yeah. Like, They
1: were They were, uh, they were Copious too in their releases, they put out a lot of shit, there's a lot of cool shit. But anyway, he sent me a video of it and it looked really cool and I was like, Cool, I wanna come. And I was like, Where are they playing in LA? And he was like, Anaheim, and that's oh, yeah, that's one of my least favorite of things to hear in the world. I'm like, Where where's the LA show? They're like, Anaheim, I'm like, that's not LA. Yeah. I was like, Okay, so my girlfriend's gonna get out of work at her everyday job. I'm gonna put her in a car and try and surprise her with the show where we sit in traffic for two hours to go to Anaheim yeah. for this band that should definitely be playing an LA show. I was <laughs> yeah. like, Are you kidding me? Like there's plenty of options here. So, I don't know, Anaheim must have some monopoly on pulling bands in. Because I feel like that happens a lot. I'm like, I don't want to get... Like, Nam is there, too, I think. The oh, yeah. The North American right. whatever. I, I just can't drag my ass there, man. When you live in L.A., you really have You're to pick go and, to and choose your battles. You're not going go to go <laughs> Well, I know people there that I wouldn't get to see oh, otherwise yeah, yeah. that I work with. You know, people... The guy who makes my guitars goes there. Oh, yeah, yeah. But still, it's like... Might as well be on fucking Mars, as far as I'm concerned. You, have you been to the Canyon Club yet
0: in Agora Hills? Uh-uh. That's like that's like my age range. Like we went and saw Chris Christopherson there. Oh, what you know? like a country bar? No, it's like a big, it's like a big like theater, but a lot of it's like seated, mm-hmm. and then they just have like it's wish, indoor. Yeah, Wishbone Ash plays there, and like mm-hmm. you know these kinds of bands or Black whatever. Crows. Uh, yeah, I could see the Black Crows. Probably they probably play a bigger venue still, but like you know those guys love a small venue. That kind of vibe. Yeah, maybe they're warming up Smoke or something. some weed. Yeah, warm, sure. Warm up yeah. shows. It's like. You know, it's like old. You know, you've made
1: it when you're doing warm-up show. You're playing a show to prepare for the show. Yeah, exactly. That's a truism. That's what. That's what you gotta. That's where you gotta get to. Is where you're warming
0: up for the show. But uh, Ted Nugent's playing out there
1: how does Ted Nugent even able to play in California?
0: Where does that guy live? He lives in fucking uh Texas, sir. What a fucking knucklehead. Or Michigan, somewhere. He lives somewhere where you can cull deer. I know that much. What a dildo.
1: I know. What a fucking guy. I wanna like him, but man, he just certainly makes you not like him. I got him.
0: a t- I got a text from a buddy like a few months ago that was the like Nuge. that was like, Hey man, do you wanna know a secret? And I was like, Uh okay, I thought he was gonna tell some fucked up shit about like his our a a mutual friend Mm -hmm. or something you know that did something fucked up and he's He's like I love Ted Nugent he's like I still listen to Ted (laughs) Nugent and Pantera.
1: Well, did Pantera pull any weird right-wing well, shit? Well, just
0: all the Phil Anselmo, like, racist stuff that he's done oh, over the saying. years. Like, for, like, 30 years he's Wait, been...
1: are they Brazilian? Where are those guys from? Pantera? I don't know where they're Texas. from. Texas. Oh, they're Texas boys? Yeah. I didn't know that. Who am I thinking of? Oh, Sepultura. Sepultura, yeah. Okay. yeah you yeah. know what? I get my fucking new... I'm an old metal guy. Those yeah. guys, for me, were... I wasn't
0: into when oh, I was a God, kid, so I don't Pantera know. Pantera's so fucking good. It's like... Amazing. So, a, a, but a, 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 they're Texas. Yeah. Well, Phil and from Louisiana, and, and the rest of the dudes raises, are from Dallas.
1: I, sometimes it's a, it's a, it's a, a symptom of where he's from, perhaps a little bit. I guess. I think I'm not making excuses. No, no, no. Again. I think it's
0: him though. Versus maybe not like who does he hate? Uh, I think he's just like one of these like uh you a know free with his words. He just feels like uh. You know the white man's got got the shaft every oh, once. Oh, fuck him! I know, I know. I know that's <laughs> what I'm saying. I'm just saying. But listen, like, so like it's it's like uh, I hate it
1: when I hate it when racists make good music. It's fucking irritating. Well, it's like
0: Slayer. It's like Cary King and Tom Araya have like completely. Don't tell me bad news about Slayer. No, 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 I can't nothing. Right they're now. just okay. saying.
1: <laughs> I can't. Like, if you tell me that right now, I have to get up and leave. I really no, don't want to know like, that they're totally racist. Totally different
0: politically. Like Tom Araya put out this thing that was like. Some like kind of pro-Trump thing, really? and, then, and then Kerry King got all mad, you know, and he was just like, "That's not what Slayer's about," you know. And, and Tom Ray's like,
1: "Slayer's about How, free speech." You know what? Well, a bit. I mean, I remember hearing the story about them with Rick Rubens, was where he was like, uh, "You know, this is the first song. This has to be the opening track on Rainbow." And they're like, "Really?" Because those guys feeling edgy about having uh, Auschwitz be the first word on their record, and right. he was like, "But this is the song," and they're like. But the first word is Auschwitz. Like I'm picturing yeah, yeah. Slayer being like, "I don't know, dude,"
0: and then yeah. like Rick Rubin be like, "This is it." And you need a Jewish guy to tell you to put Auschwitz. No, it's not a pro Auschwitz song, but it's no, still like, know, they're like,
1: "That's a heavy foot to come out of the gate on." You know what I mean? Like everybody's like, "Wait a minute now."
0: They had that song uh, "Ditto Head" that was like about like what, what
1: record is that on? Uh,
0: that's uh, I think Divine Intervention. It came out in like 2000 something, but know it's like it. uh, it's like an anti <laughs> it's like an anti Rush Limbaugh song. But like Tom Ray is like a, I'm you just,
1: know, it's rough. It's it's some. I, all right, I'll say this. I've seen Slayer a handful of times, and I swear to God, they got better with age live. Yeah. But they're the exception of the rule. A lot of times, a lot of those bands don't Dude, age well. Because Ted tough. Nugent is fucking Ted amazing. Looks, oh really?
0: Live. Really? You've amazing. Seen him? You've yes, seen him? I saw him wow. like three years ago. You've got a little bit of a right-wing thing going i don't <laughs> i don't care i'm just no, saying i you uh J- jet is freedom of speech yeah but we saw ted nugent jess and i at the house of blues in la like three years wow ago. talk
1: about a double black diamond night <laughs> you're like i guess i'll have a fucking screwdriver what the fuck are we drinking here with a k are you fucking kidding me <laughs> only the everything after the first album but uh, I'm really not familiar with his music, so it's hard. Ted Nugent? I mean, I know like Cat Scratch Fever and yeah, shit. Yeah, but I... No, I'm. But just saying, I swear, like somebody I know recently was like, "Dude, the first record's great."
0: Oh no, they're fucking phenomenal records, and the guitar playing is insane. He shreds, huh? It's in. It's so heavy. He always kind of looked a little bit like Swamp Thing to me, so I have like a. But talk about like clean living, and then like the amount of energy that was on that stage for a sixty-something-year-old man. Yeah, like, yeah. It was insane. He's wow. running all over the fucking stage. He's, like, shooting bows and arrows. like On stage? Yeah. What? Yeah, shooting a bow and arrow into a guitar, you know, like, on stage. What
1: a fucking dingling!
0: It's amazing. Wow.
1: Um, that sounds pretty fun, actually. I'm the not going to See, part... now, if we could just put aside our political bullshit, we could enjoy each other's fucking music. Well, of course. Ted I... Nugent's a pretty vocal moron, though. The problem
0: Oh yeah of course But I'm just saying It's it's a slippery slope It was like Just that whole like Spotify thing Where they were like Hey we're not gonna have This hip hop guy It is guy. a slippery slope And then the hip hop guy Goes like oh, okay cool Why do you have Led Zeppelin Why do you have David Bowie Why do you have Michael Jackson You know like Because like, of sexism No 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 Because of like You know oh, uh, Molestation Whatever right, you want right, to right, call right. it You know like, no, like uh, Accusations Yeah okay. and, and so this guy had You know It's it
1: its We're living in that time Right now
0: I know I'm not, I'm not saying That you and I Are gonna fucking figure it out I'm just saying I wanna go see some other <laughs> Dude, if Ted me and you Nugent. figured it out right now, I'd be fucking proud of
1: us. Like two coronas in, you're like, I got it! You fucking figured it out. All right, first first, first things first, Ted Nugent Live, <laughs> have you ever seen it? I think whatever the opposite of figuring it out it is what's happening That's right what now. it is, it's like... Uh, you know who's going to figure it out? Dean Whitmore. Oh, yeah. He's like,
0: I got it. No, Dean and, Dean and I figured it out a few Dean's times. Dean's just we like, just everybody forgot. be cool, man. Dean and I figured it out a bunch of times, but then we just couldn't remember in the morning <laughs> what we figured
1: out. It's like that Seinfeld where he's trying to read the joke he wrote when he woke up from sleep. He's like, can you read The Solution? I can't read. It's just garbage. Oh, my God. Yeah. What about... Yeah, that's funny.
0: What about... um, Does that... See, I only smoke weed when I go to bed. And mm-hmm. then I have all these fucking things that I write down before I fall asleep mm-hmm. on my phone. And then the same thing in the morning. I'm like, that's not funny. Like, well, no, I do. No, no, See, no, the problem is,
1: is I've gone blind. I do the same thing, but my eyes are going. So now I do talk text. So when I wake uh, up, it just doesn't make sense because my phone can't fucking understand me. <laughs> I'm like, get in the car. And then my phone's like, get in the cock. I'm like, <laughs> I wake up and I'm like, what the fuck does that
0: mean? I don't that's understand. The so. new album. Is, that, oh, is that how the names of the songs come about? And Because it's all misheard shit?
1: Yeah, we are entirely... Like, I... All of our lyrics are misheard lyrics from our Is that rehearsal true? tapes. A lot of the times, yeah. I'll, I will like improvise I... in the studio and then like sort of write get like cues from things and then sort of pull together like a cohesive thing.
0: I feel like that's like a lot of the song titles of yours I read are like something that someone said
1: and like it got misheard. I know a lot of the times I will I will take things that people say all the fucking time. Like people inspire Lars me does constantly. That. Yeah. Oh, Fenberg's a fucking genius with that shit. I love yeah. he I, he I learned one thing from him. One thing I learned from Finberg is it 's okay to literally verbatim, take a lyric from another band, yeah and i've I did it I think i he ripped off the pretenders mm-hmm. and I ripped off him ripping, ripping off, the, off the pretenders, yeah, but then I met Chrissy Hind, and I felt like it was okay because that lady is an absolute firecracker yeah i didn 't know who she was, and I was like hey who 's this drunk older lady and they're like that 's Chrissy Hind, and I was yeah, like, yeah. what and she was hilarious and awesome and really alpha yeah yeah like you know me and I was fully like diminished by her 100%. But when I met her, I was like, okay, so Lars took her lyric, turned it into his own song, and then I ripped him off ripping off her. And then I met her and she was wasted. And I was like, I feel okay about this. It was uh... Is it the I'm special? I'm special? No, it was the uh, message special. of love song. <laughs> okay. I think Lars turned me out of that record. The Pretenders are great. Chrissy Hines' great. Oh, my God. She's amazing. But uh, Finberg made I like... me realize. I was, like, I was like, you can literally take a lyric from somebody else's song, and as long as nobody cares about your band, you'll never get in trouble. So we were safe True. for a long yeah. time. It's funny, yeah. It was, like we had to, we did a, we
0: did a Seven Seconds cover, and then I was like, "Do we really need to like contact that guy?" Would be psyched though. He was, and he yeah, was, and, yeah. he, and Kevin Seconds, and we right? Gave him, yeah, and we gave him ninety three dollars or something like that because Dude, that was write, the going rate for whatever. I write
1: people. I write people all the time <clears> now. I actually got in trouble a couple of years ago because I did rip off a vocal. Exactly what I'm talking about. I yeah. took a vocal from Coil. Oh, wow. That yeah. was because Crazy. I love fucking Coil. Yeah. I listened to Coil on acid when I was growing up. It was like a huge musical revolution for me. Yeah, Coil A revelation, insane. sorry. Yeah. But um, I took a lyric from them after one of the guys had passed away, and it was just like sort of a, an homage in my mind, but I didn't realize because I totally didn't do my due diligence that they, in fact, didn't write the lyric, and it was a woman singing it, but I never really put tune to it because I'm an idiot. Right. And I found out it was anti-anxiety only because some guy that I work with in the UK who actually probably did his due diligence was like Locker's hey man coil. heads up Annie Anxiety is fucking mad at you and I was like Annie Anxiety fucking like crass Apple you know crass records uh uh coil mm-hmm. all of a sudden I had this heavy hitter who I heard that the grapevine was mad at me and I was like he's like you need to get ahead of this now and you need to talk to her right. immediately before this gets any more spun out of control because he's like she's really intense and her fans are working her up because you've ripped her off so I wrote her and I was like look uh, I fucked up. I didn't. He he found me her email address and I was like, I've I realized that this is totally offensive to you. And I was like, but I want you to know that I love your music. I've always admired you, and I just am an idiot who didn't realize that these were your words that I was right. taking. And it was, it was because of Coil how much I love Coil. And she fully wrote back. She's like, you know what, man, it's cool. She's like, you seem all right. Yeah. And she's like, next time you come to Miami, you're buying me drinks. And I was like, I'll buy you whatever the fuck you want. Like, but she was really she lives cool in Miami. About <laughs> it. Yeah. Her and Iggy Pop. I know. Like I, I, I know. was like I was like this is the perfect. Blend. So that taught me, though, that exact experience taught me that I need to start reaching out to these bands. Because a lot of times I'm doing stuff that's sort of, like, if I do a cover or I take something from somebody, it'll be sort of underground. But I just wrote, like, I did something, uh, I did a cover of Tragras' Oxygenaut. Yeah, I was, was going to And I wrote those you, guys, yeah. and they were so fucking cool. Yeah. And the dude wrote back with quotes. He's like, thank you for covering our, quote, song. Yeah. And I was like, this guy's got a sense of humor about himself. But he's also really cool. Right. Same thing with Simply Saucer. We're doing something where I wrote those guys, and they're like, these old awesome bands that are from back then you can just write them and they're like I still check my email well it's funny you either get uh, simply saucer at aol.com you
0: get either like you get either that super cool thing or you get the every once in a while you get the psycho who thinks it's gonna be like
1: a Grammy a bunch of money or whatever you know well if that was the case I probably wouldn't do it then
0: like I got I got a weird email one time from like the bass player from that band, Damnation of Adam Blessing. I don't even know who that is. Amazing band, but like, yeah. No amazing one, band. No one who knows who they is are. Is old school? Was, yeah, yeah, And I was just DJing them on a, on a thing, on a on like Dub Lab, on an internet thing, playing they their record. They heard that
1: you were playing their song They Wanted Money?
0: No, no, no. He just wrote me and was like, like, hey, man, thanks a lot. Like, no, oh. one, no one remembers us. I really you know, Where like, are they from? Uh, I want to say like... Midwest, somewhere, Indiana or whatever. Midwest made great shit. But then I had another guy that I was trying to like license some stuff to put out on Sub Pop, you know, and it was a completely underground thing like this record poobah who's like this guy from mm-hmm. ohio great like kind of like proto-punk sabbathy right private press thing no shit and then but then it was like a million phone calls of like this thing's gonna be bigger than nirvana man like we gotta get this thing done i'm so just you like use the term bigger yeah, than nirvana yeah. you're
1: like is that really what you want because yeah. did you see what happened to nirvana like, and look geez. at those guys now i'm just like fuck dude. just like, send it you just send him a picture of dave navarro you're like take that back it's funny what you know that guy's not even in nirvana <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I have no idea what that guy's I'm in hot about.
0: topic right now. Uh, Trodgrass Oxtinar is playing with, uh, yeah, Endless Boogie. Uh, yeah, Endless Boogie guys soon. bringing them have out. Have you seen Trodgrass Oxtinar?
1: I looked up footage of them from like 2012 and it looked awesome. I saw them in. Was it good? Yes. In I heard that early. It seemed the same. Early
0: 2000s, I saw them, uh, with, I think, Acid Mother's Temple maybe oh, yeah, yeah, in yeah. Kinski in Seattle. And I got like a tour only, like, um, Pressing of this thing they brought on tour with them, a Trodgrass record or whatever. Mm-hmm. But that song, but so then Matt Sweeney from Endless Boogie and whatever, the guys like a, a he's in every Empire onto himself. Yeah. yeah, he was like uh, tweeting about Trodgrass like a couple months ago and saying how like people need to know about this band or whatever they're fucking great and then the first song on the album that we put out on your label on on the last Zigzags record that first song the end of it when when we're singing this like oh, I was Very, trying to rip that off from yeah. Trodgrass accident. they're
1: impossible to rip off but it's impossible to rip it off because they're so it's like simple impossible
0: and- to sing it that cool and that out of, ten- out of tune everybody's out of tune in that yeah. band
1: yeah but that's see that's the magic of that band and that whole scene at that time it's true like there you get a bunch of guys who are like earnestly being like and then and I breathe the yeah. air, and it's okay. Yeah, if we sang like that, we just sound like douchebags. We can't we're not at the same time. We
0: were trying to do it and it's and it worked, but it was totally not like the idea was it to do it But that's why that band's awesome, different. because you yeah. can
1: take an inspiration from them and nobody would ever know because it's impossible to duplicate their sound, so you yeah. end up accidentally sort of creating your own thing out of them. The same thing with Simply Saucer, like nobody can oh, sound I like that. Simply in Saucer. Fucking yeah, so you hear that thing maybe. that uh in the red just put out with the... In the no, way, I this, haven't. They reissued... Um, I just had like, Cyborg revisited they, and all that They shit. reissued that with a nope. whole extra LP of a bunch of live unreleased stuff that's okay. fucking great. Cool. I mean, dude, that band could do no wrong. I haven't
0: listened to that band in so long. It's like one of those bands where it's just like Go it back was, and went through again. that phase you of listening of to it, it constantly, yeah, you know, yeah. and there was like, trodgrass was like that for a while you know too, that, there was all those like reissues dude, in the early 2000s so that were good. like cr- blowing my mind,
1: Parsons Sound, Baby, Baby Graham, International, Har- oh, yeah, yeah, International Baby Gramm- Harvester <clears throat> Box that just came out in silence, it's great, Yeah, you should check out, if you've well
0: been- when Shattuck's and like all those fucking dudes were bootlegging that stuff in the early 2000s, that's when I first heard all that uh-huh. shit, and it just got completely, and now I see people posting it on Instagram, I'm just like, you fucking noob,
1: oh, you can't be that <laughs> guy, man, I know, don't call somebody a noob on Instagram. It makes I you look bad. I, 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 say I, remember, it, I say it as a joke. I remember years. Yeah, they don't know that. I remember years ago it's watching Weasel Walter like. Google himself and then oh, getting yeah. mad and be like, "I'm gonna write this guy." I'm like, "Do not write that guy." Like, Wait, write what guy? Just some guy that's like, "Fuck their shit," and he'd oh. being like, "No, fuck you, with man." The like Lake
0: of Dracula or something. No, I don't even remember. But it's like
1: you Weasel, guys are playing with them, or did yeah, you already playing? flying us get back together. Yeah. I'm so yoked. But uh, weasel, weasels taught me seriously, man. I love everything he does. And he taught me so many valuable lessons by watching him. Like as the internet was becoming a new thing, and you know he's a sensitive dude. Clone defects were fucking great. Yeah. But uh, he wasn't in that band, though. No, no, no. Timmy's organism is also playing with you guys. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, another fucking genius. Uh, Timmy makes me uncomfortable because not only is he one of the funniest guys and most talented I've ever met, but my girlfriend loves him. Yeah. Like when she watched him play, she was just like staring at him, and then she's like. He's a man. And I was like, what the fuck? Last time I hung out with Timmy, we were at a bar at closing time in Austin. And they were trying to get rid of everybody. And there was a cop there who was totally cool. He was at the show and He was a nice guy. But he had a megaphone. He's like, you got to get out of here. You got to get out of here. And we're like, you know, I think we were pretty loaded. Yeah. And Timmy was definitely more loaded than us. Just walked up to the cop, took his microphone, or his megaphone, and then repeated what the cop said, imitating. Him. He was like, you got to get, get out of here. And the cop was totally like, ha, who's yeah. this guy? And I was like, only this guy yeah. could walk up to a cop and do that. And the cop was like, give him my, give him my megaphone back. He looks like idiot. Clint Howard. But... Uh, he's a genius, man. Well, that's the thing. I just saw...
0: Like, I saw a thing on Instagram with him, like, holding a guitar that's, like, shooting, like, fireworks out of the guitar. And, like, 99% of the people doing that, it's, like, a like looks like a dumb... Mm-hmm. Kiss, it's awesome with kiss him. Kiss ripoff, but it's awesome with him. And I it remember... It reminded me of... Because like, he's the tribe. I, I fucking wrote him, but I was, like... I... Like, years ago, I tried to do something similar where I put a bunch of that, like, flash paper in my guitar. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I went to light it on stage... But it was, like, jammed in the, like, tube too hard, so it didn't ignite. It just shot a bunch of wads of paper.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The dumbest thing ever. The best thing I ever saw Timmy do was Ty was on the road with us, and he bought a new or an old... But new to him, Guild, 70s guitar that was really pretty. An acoustic? No, it was an electric. Uh, and it was one of those ones that has like a stand in the back and shit. Like a oh, real yeah. weird. Those are new, weird, yeah. Cool 70s guitar. I remember those. And Ty was all like, this thing's fucking awesome. We were looking at it. And like literally he had just shown up at the show. And he's like, check out this thing I bought just now. And Timmy was opening the show. And he came running down on stage. and went, my guitar's broken. Can I borrow your guitar? And Ty went, uh. And I remember just being like, mm-mm. mm-mm. Yeah. And he handed him the guitar. And Timmy went, thanks, man. I'll take care of it. Put the strap on, let it go, and it just fell on the floor like within like one second. And uh, I just remember being like, "There goes a great man!" Like he was like, "Dude, I'm so sorry." I was like, "He dropped it within one second on the." Ty was like, "Ugh, yeah, Timmy, man, uh, I've seen him." uh, See him get kicked out of hotels. That's yeah, a lot of good punk.
0: Well, you got to get back out of, out of here and go like meet some guy, right? To fucking finish meet Enrique around. to build his bedroom. Oh, it's, right that's now. who it is. It's got you. Well, fucking uh, tell me what's going on now, just so we can like, I'll, I'll I'll hype up the show and all that shit in the intro of the thing or whatever. Because <laughs> like, the you guys show. are gonna go on tour. You got a new album. We're going coming to out. Europe on
1: yeah. uh, the at the end of the month. We're going over to Europe for like a fifteen day t- real shorty tour. And yeah, then we're going back again in uh, late August and early September. Um, I don't know, not much, man. I'm just gonna keep working on stuff, working on some videos right now, trying to put together a, a painting show for later this year, and gonna start writing the new record before the next record comes out, man. Yeah, <laughs> I don't have a job. No, I know. I, I. That's all I can do. I just play guitar. I, don't I, either, I watch but... Friends and play guitar. I write all of our shit watching Friends. Really? No, Maybe not that's really. Where the but that, come yeah. from <laughs> Chandler's lament. <laughs> I don't give a fuck and then
0: you morph it into like the real life situation where it's like he's addicted to pills and stuff Mm -hmm. Michael Richards Chandler's shame. Michael Richards (laughs) alright I think that's good thanks Jed yeah thanks buddy